This show is designed to give general information related to investing in finance. Neither Aaron Katzman, his guests, nor the radio station are rendering legal, tax, or specific investment advice. If you need such advice, contact a licensed advisor. And welcome to the Aaron Katzman Show. I'm your host, Aaron Katzman. We are here to speak to you about your life, your money, and your investments. And as always, we're coming to you from the spiritual and soon to be financial capital of the world, Jerusalem, Israel. If you've got any questions or comments, feel free to email me at Aaron, A-A-R-O-N, at Lighthouse with an L, lighthousecapital.co.il. That's Aaron at lighthousecapital.co.il. You can check me out on the web at www.aaronkatzman.com. That's www.aaronkatzman.com. Be sure to follow me on both LinkedIn and Twitter and subscribe to our YouTube channel. So I want to tackle a sort of controversial issue today. Wow, controversial. What can be controversial in personal finance? I'm speaking about whether one should rent or buy the the place they want to live, their apartment, their home. Um, It's a loaded question, especially here in Israel, where you have sort of a uh, supply to demand mismatch, um, which is forcing prices higher. So a lot of people ask me, should they buy or should they rent? Um, So I'm not going to go on now for an hour. I'm going to keep it short, but I want to give you a few, uh, some food for thought. what you should look at and, and maybe some misnomers that are out there about both um, whether you should rent or whether you should buy. So the first thing which is really important is you want to start off on the right foot, right? You always want to be financially debt-free. You want to have a, hel- a, a well-funded emergency fund. You want to have savings and saving for a down payment, right? That's where it gets interesting because I've seen over the years too many people sort of bite off more than they can chew. They what I would call is over buy. Um, in fact, I've been I would say over the last three weeks I've had people who I think personally, knowing their financial situation, who consulted with me. I actually encouraged them not to buy. Um, there were people in their twenties and thirties, and I thought personally, based on their financial situation, they were overbuying. Ultimately, down the road, especially if interest rates uh, move higher, they're going to be a little bit um, financially tight uh, in order to make their monthly mortgage payments. And that sort of financial tightness, not a lot of wiggle room has all kinds of other ramifications, right? Whether it's with your marriage, it just adds a lot of pressure to you that I'm not so sure um, is needed. Now, there are those who say, well, if I rent, you're just throwing money down the you're down the sewer, right? Katzman, why you rent? That's a waste of money. Well, it's not really a waste of money, right? Even where there is no long-term rental market, like Israel is, um, you get something in return for your rent. You know what that is? Get a place to live. You're not you're not living in the street. You're not living on a park bench. You're living in a home and in an apartment. So there's a lot of value you're getting for that. And in the meantime, you can maybe invest your down payment money um, and grow it so that over time, if you were to buy in a few years, actually, you can maybe have more money to put down and take less debt. Okay, Um, that's number one. Number two, a lot of people just don't have the money right? To rent. They don't have enough money for the down payment. They're forced to rent. And there's nothing wrong with doing that, right? You can, nobody says when you're 25 years old, you need to own an apartment. 
okay, or a house. You can wait. Many of us bought our first uh, properties when we were in our mid-30s, right? Sometimes that's just the way it is. You save, you save, you save. I know it's hard. Nobody says it's easy, but nowhere does it say that one is entitled to an apartment or to a house, right? You've got to buy what you can afford. Now, if you can afford it, or if you've got somebody saved up, you don't have to go to the ritziest neighborhood, whether it's, you know, in Jerusalem or Chavia or the center of Tel Aviv. You can buy something on the periphery, right? Less like if you're in America, you don't have to buy in New York City, okay? You don't have to buy in Seattle, where you have these really, really hot... Um, rental market, uh, buy property markets, right? You can do, um, you can go and buy, I don't know, in Peoria. I don't know what the rental market's like in Peoria, but you don't have to, you don't have to go to the hottest market. You don't have to be in the center of everything, right? You can spend, I, I watch financial shows and it's incredible to me coming from Jerusalem, right? Where the average price of an apartment is pushing, I don't know, $800,000 that people buy homes with huge yards, acreage for like $200,000. I'm always like, wow, that's incredible. But you can do that. Why not do that? You don't have to. You don't have the money. You don't have to um, buy something that you can't afford. Okay. That's very, very important. Um, The other thing that you can, that that you should watch out for, there are those, ah, what's the matter, right? Property always goes up. Even if I can't afford it after a year or two, and it's just like, you know, it's suffocating. The monthly payments, I'll sell it and I'll make some money on it. Well, maybe and maybe not, right? Right. Uh, we've lived through over the last 20 years um, multiple blowups of property markets, right? In Israel in 2001, 2003, where you had the high-tech um, bubble burst and you had Argentina um, collapsing. The property market in Israel dropped by like 20, 25%. Hmm. 2008 in America, subprime crisis, right? Properties dropped by 30%. Nothing. There's no investment in the world which goes up in a straight line forever, right? So, and that includes property, that includes property in Israel. Properties go up and properties go down. Just like most investments, if you hold them, if you buy them and you hold them for the long term, you should be okay, okay? But if you're trying, just like if you're trading a stock, right? If you're going to buy something for the short term and um, then you want to sell, there's no guarantee that you're going to make money on it. There's absolutely zero guarantee and you could very well lose money on it. And as we all know with real estate, when you have to fire sell, sell um, prices quickly collapse on it. Okay, so keep that in mind as well. On the other hand, if you've got the money, buying is great. Okay, you can lay down roots. You can have your own kitchen, right? That's great. You don't have to rely on a landlord, especially in like in Israel where there is no real good long-term rental market. You don't have to worry that you're going to get a call from a landlord saying, well, my grandson's moving back from LA and you've got three three months to vacate and you've got like five kids, right? That's not such an easy thing to do. So it is important for you, um, you know, if you want to lay down roots and you want to have your own place, if you can afford it, to buy something. That is, I'm, I'm not against it, right? People say, oh, cats, when you've got an agenda because you're like a stock guy, you don't believe in property. That's not true. Right? That's not true at all. I believe that one should diversify um, any kind of inv- any kind of investment, I believe, is a good investment. People should diversify their money. I don't have anything against property. I just have to, uh, I've got what I do is I have a vendetta against those who try and buy something when they don't have enough money. Right? It might be that you want to buy the latest iPhone and you've got three dollars and twenty four cents in the bank and you can't afford it and you're going to put it on your Visa card. I don't like that either. Okay. <laughs> 
I don't like debt, as you know. I'm not a big fan of consumer debt whatsoever. The only kind of debt I think is okay, actually, is a mortgage. Um, but that being said, it has to be a mortgage that you can handle, right? I Too often have I seen people, like I said, overbuy. And I want to get back to that in a second. What should be the right type of mortgage um, in terms of a percentage of your income? We'll get to that in a second. You are tuning in to The Aaron Katzman Show. I am your host, Aaron Katzman. We speak to you about your life, your money, and your investments. If you've got any questions or comments, feel free to email me at Aaron, A-A-R-O-N, at lighthousecapital.co.il. That's Aaron, lighthousecapital.co.il. You can check me out on the web at www.aaronkatzman.com. That's www.aaronkatzman.com. Be sure to... Follow me on both LinkedIn and Twitter and subscribe to our brand new YouTube channel. We're speaking about um, pluses and minuses, renting versus buying property uh, to live in. I'm not, I didn't get even into the um, topic of uh, investing in property. I'm talking about like a place where you want to live. Um, again, this is a loaded topic. It's very, very long. Um, you know, I just want to give some sort of headlines and maybe some food for thought to think about. Um, we were talking about how much, and the fact that I've seen people over the last few weeks just speak to me, and I know sort of intuitively that they're probably overbuying. What do I mean by that? That um, they're buying a place which is too expensive for their financial situation, and you know, interest rates are going to rise or whatever, and they very well may be up the creek down the road. Um, what do I mean by that? They're not going to be able to make their monthly mortgage payments. Now, as a rule of thumb, I think that you should, I mean, most in the financial world, people say, you know, you can put down anywhere between, uh, you know, your monthly payment should be somewhere around 25 to 35% um, of your salary. Um, and that's for living, right? That can be renting, or that can be uh, if you make a purchase as well of property. Um, I think that that's reasonable. I think that holds true. Too often, I see people moving up towards 50%. And that's a real problem. Just think about it, right? You're going to spend 50% of your income on a mortgage. Um, keep in mind, especially in Israel, that mortgages tend to rise. They're inflation linked um, or what have you, right? If rates go up, if inflation goes up, chances are, at least on part of your mortgage, you're going to be paying more than you are now in a few years. Um, so, and there's no guarantee that your earning power is going to keep up with the rise of your mortgage. And 50% is a lot. Um, you know, if you if you already have kids, um, if you're blessed to have more kids, right? Those are other expenses down the road, which if you're talking about a 15 or even a 25-year mortgage, uh, you're talking about children's education, which is going to increase just because today you might be able to afford it. You really should do some projections uh, down the road um, to see if you really can handle it. That's an awful lot, right? I'd be much more comfortable uh, if you can uh, make your monthly mortgage payment something like 25 or 30% maximum of your salary. That being said, also in Israel, just keep in mind, you have to put down sort of a whopper of a down payment. Not like in the US where you can put down maybe 10%. Here, you're talking about 25 to 40%. The banks can require you um, to put down as a, day, a down payment. I'd be happy to speak to you. You know, If you want to email me, again, at Aaron at lighthousecapital.co.il, um, to discuss your situation, should you buy, should you rent? Like I say, it's you know I could go on now for like an hour. Um, I could interview people about the topic, um, but just to give you some food for thought, right? There's certainly pluses by owning. Um, it's your own place. You can build roots. You don't have to answer to a landlord. You don't have to get thrown out of an apartment. Those are all you can you know make sure that you stay in a community that you really really like. 
Um, those are all big, big positives. There are some negatives. Um, those negatives are you don't want to overbuy, right? You don't want to set yourself up for financial ruin down the road. Um, renting uh, is fine, okay? You're not throwing your money away by renting. You can take the, you know, the down payment money and invest it and probably outperform what you're going to return would be uh, in real estate. And again, you get a, a roof over your head when you rent, you get a place to live um, and you pay for that, just like you pay for other services, right? It's not a waste of money uh, to rent. Um, and it can be for you financially prudent. It can also give you a little bit of time uh, to save up for more of a down payment so that ultimately when you do buy, you don't have to put as much money down. Those are just a, a few things to think about. Again, I'm not at all against buying, but I think you have to be smart. Just like every other financial decision you make, you have to weigh the cons, you have to weigh the pros, the pros and the cons, usually we say. Uh, we always are positive. We don't we don't start with the negative. We start with the positive. So we have to weigh the pros and cons, uh, you know, list them and, and, and see. And obviously this all applies to people who can actually afford what it is that you're trying to buy. If you can't, there's no rule that you have to be in the major metropolitan area. You can move out to the periphery if you want to buy, um, you know, and start uh, start with property um, and you'll pay a lot less and you'll get a lot more for your money. And that's generally how it works all over the world. You have been tuning in to The Aaron Katzman Show. I am your host, Aaron Katzman. If you've got any questions or comments, again, feel free to email me at Aaron, A-A-R-O-N, at lighthousecapital.co.il. That's Aaron lighthousecapital.co.il. You can check me out on the web at www.aaronkatzman.com. That's www.aaronkatzman.com. Feel free to follow me on both Twitter and LinkedIn, and be sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel. Thanks so much for tuning in, and we'll speak to you soon.